Thanks for jumping on another episode of Punch Me in the Face. So what we're going to talk about today is how do you separate yourself from the pack, from everybody else, from the crowd? How do you stand out? Do you want to stand out? How do you do that? Do you got a shock and awe? How do you disrupt? Do you disrupt? Like, how are you different? I talk to groups all the time, and here's what drives me crazy. Nobody stands out. And I'll say, well, how many of you in here think you stood out during today's meeting for an hour and a half? How many of you stood out for the right reasons? Every time I was in a room at my W-2 job or as an independent contractor, entrepreneur with anybody, I wanted to stand out. I wanted people after I left to have an opinion about me as a businessman. I wanted them to know that I was a hard worker, diligent, and I was very focused. I wanted them to know that I didn't give a shit what anybody in that room thought about me. I wanted them to know that I did believe I would achieve more than everybody in that room unequivocally. I had no doubt about it. And that I would outwork all of them. I want them to know that. I also want them to know that I wasn't afraid to ask them questions. I did believe that I could be successful based on the way I had a dialogue with them. And that at the end of the day, I also did believe that myself, my kids, that, that I deserved it. I want them to know that. I want them to know I was fearless, except for I have a fear of God. I, I wasn't afraid to talk about my religion and Christianity. I'm also don't have a problem if people are religious, not religious, ain't my business. It ain't my business to judge. That's part of my it's part of my deal. I wanted to stand out. I wanted my boss. Now, when I got my first job, a lot of the older people, I was 21, they would say stuff like, Man, you know, relax. You just got started. I'd look at him and go, you know why? You know why I'm doing this in a meeting where I'm trying to be focused, ask good questions, and and let them know I'm serious. I don't fucking want to end up like you. I'd just do that, just like that. Be quiet. I'd be like, because like you're 50 and you're working this job, and I do not, and I will not be working this job at 50. Matter of fact, I'll probably be here two years, get promoted, and be your supervisor, and I'm 21. Why did I do that? To be a prick? No. Mm-mm. Because I wasn't going to be pushed around. I didn't say that for no reason. I didn't walk in the room and say that. But the minute people are like, hey, slow down. Or, hey, what are you trying to do? Or, hey, what are you, you know, you kissing ass. Because I don't want to end up like you. Because I'm serious about my job. Because I'm not lazy. When I worked at UPS, I unloaded trucks fast. Why? Because actually it was a good workout. And it was my job. And they timed us and I'm competitive. I had a guy one day say, you need to slow down. If you're any, any of you worked at UPS, can relate to this. If you haven't, you can't. Back in the day, I don't know how they all do it now. The big trucks would come in. They had these rollers. Sometimes the rollers were broken. It was Connecticut. It was cold through the winter. And the lazy guys in the front would unload the bags, like all the envelopes from below, and they'd just throw them out. Like, they'd be the very end of the very front of the truck had all these bags. They would literally just throw them on the rollers. All my packages would, and I would just unload the truck from, like, I'd walk in. It was full. Open up boxes. The lazy people would wait for me to clear out the boxes. They are pathetic, and they would get in the front, and they'd do a little bag tossing. Well, I would sometimes be done with the truck before these fools get the bags out. And I remember one day, the guy was like, hey, you need to slow down, man. We don't get any paid any extra for moving faster. I said, hey, you better start moving because I'm going to run you the fuck over if you don't get And this is exactly what I said. I'm running you the fuck over if you don't get out of my way. He kept being funny and, like, going slow. So, you know, I was too young probably. We took Nordic tracks. Everybody bought them. Everybody owned them back in the day. I pushed that Nordic track up rollers, waited. I took it, threw it off the rollers because he was bent over, and it hit him in the back. His name was Roger. He's, he's probably not alive, but he's alive. He'd tell you because that's what happened. Hit him in the back. Then his face hit the truck, which was good, and then he bled, which was even better. And I was like, hey, dude, you can speed up. He's like, what? I, I, can't, I can't believe that happened. I go, fucking believe it. It's going to keep happening. Get out of my way. 
I'm not playing. Break went and went to Kevin, the, 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 the what they called him, district manager. No, something. He was the manager of the building. Bill, might even been Simbill's building manager. He ran the entire building and uh, the preload. And so I'm going to kill him, by the way. I'm going to keep throwing boxes on him until he, like, doesn't leave the truck. Get me somebody else or just don't get me anybody. Stay out of my way. I wanted to stand out. My job in life was not to find out how pathetic I could be and join everybody else. Do you stand out? Do you want to stand out? How do you stand out in a group? Ask questions is a good way to stand out because egotistical, low self-image, weak people will never do that because they're worried about everybody thinks. When you're worried about everybody thinks, it's really usually because you're pretty freaking egotistical. Sounds weird. You're like, no, the other people are. I'm like, no, that's it's pretty weird, right? Yes, it can be insecurity. It can be a multitude of things. And by the way, you can't you if once you turn 18 boom 18 years old it doesn't matter like what happened like you're raised i get it you went through shit we all did got it It was fucked up it was violent it was drug infested it was alcohol it was abuse i get it got it i wish everybody's childhood was perfect but boom now you're responsible for yourself doesn't mean it doesn't mean you don't think about things no doesn't mean you don't talk about no get dude get a therapist and talk to a therapist i'm a fan of that but your day-to-day life, you got to go, got to go, got to go, right? So you have to start thinking how do, or do you want to end up that way? When I worked at UPS, I didn't want to be unloading the bottom of trucks like Roger. Roger was like 55 years old, dude. And I was like, I do not want to be doing that at all. I wanted to drive a truck. You made more money. You had more hours. So I worked really hard to do that. I volunteered every time there was time. Saturdays, they let me work. I, I ran every Saturday. I wanted to be, the, and there was seniority anyway. It was a union. I didn't like that part, but like it was what it was. I took every opportunity to show them that I was different than everybody else. I did the same thing when I played ball. I wanted an advantage. I wanted them to want, I wanted them to help me. I want to make phone calls on my behalf. Eventually when I became an adult and got my own jobs, I wanted the coaches who knew, knew people and had been pretty successful financially to go, yeah, it's a good dude, man. He'll run through a wall for you. Easy to coach, smart. Can be a pain in the ass, a little bit wild sometimes, but you corral it, man. He'll become a phenomenal, phenomenal employee, businessman, partner, whatever it is. How are you setting yourself apart or are you not? And on on a daily basis, are you not teaching your kids that? I was like, y'all got to sit in the front of class. Why? Because the losers sit in the back of class and complain about everything. I did a lot of that when I was a kid. Loser. I did it for a while. Loser. Nobody told me differently. This is what I did. Sat in the back, bitch moaning, complained about everything. So I know what not to be. I was that person. Sit in the front. Look them in the eyes. Build a relationship with them. You may need something down the road. You might want to go, man, I had that midterm. Got a question for you. Communicate with people. Set yourself apart from everybody else. Athletically, how do you do it? Play harder. Dive on the floor to get the ball. You know? You're, you're, you're playing football. You give it everything you got, dude. Like, that's the deal. If, I remember I was coaching football for years, and one of the dads said, you know, why doesn't my son play on goal line defense? You're a defense coordinator. I said, first of all, I thought being the year we told you not to ask stupid questions, but, or any questions, because if you wanted to, you can coach, and I'm guessing you never played, but <laughs> virtually the way your son plays, I'm guessing you never played. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. On our team, I said, he's actually one of the better defensive players. No doubt about it. He, he's on pretty much anywhere else in the field. I, I, he's, his talent's a little bit better. We don't, we're not loaded with talent. 
But there are a bunch of other guys, young men, boys, that's how young they were, on the sidelines that care a lot more about that 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 other team scoring and that that ball stays out of the end zone than your son does. Your son's just kind of happy to be there. And while he may be this much more talented than this kid that I put at defensive tackle and goal line, this kid would like rip somebody's leg off to keep him. He's not to keep him out of the end zone because he takes it per, like he's not going to go backwards on that snap. He's going to get everything he got. His talent level's not as good. Your son's talented, but eh. So if I, if I hit him and he goes two yards or three yards, I bring him down. No, dude, they were at the one-yard line. They score. You 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 want to you want to find your eleven most rabid people? They better be lined up across from the, from the offensive team when they're within ten yards of that goal line. That's your crew, bro. Yes, there's some that are crazy talented, but even the D backs when you get older, they so badly don't want that guy to catch the ball against them. It, you know, I didn't coach at Notre Dame or Alabama. I'm just talking about kids through middle school and high school. But I'm telling you that. You have to stand out because at the end of the day, you have to make a decision. And most people that are watching stuff, reading books, spending any time doing that, you are looking to stand out. Because if people are not looking to stand out, go, that's all stupid shit. Why would I want to do that? How do, what do you do? What do you bring to the table? If you meet me and I'm going to be in business with you, everybody's been in business with me. When I got in the, when I opened my own insurance company, own marketing organization, I said to the very first insurance carrier, I can't promise you about anything else. I'm just getting started. Don't have the capital they have. Can't have the experience. I'm just getting started. But I will outwork every other man or woman that runs an IMO. When I got in real estate, I wanted to launch my own real estate deal under the umbrella I was under. (laughs) Under the umbrella I was under. I guess it's pretty redundant. Under that umbrella, right? I went to the guy that ran the entire company. And said, I know I've only been here a couple of years. And you probably don't believe that I should be. But I'm going to tell you something. I'll outwork all of them. You can bring them into the room and I'll tell them in front of them. I'll outwork all of them. What did that do for me? Number one, I meant it. Number two, I wanted accountability. Number three, that guy or girl wanted a rabbit for them to chase. They wanted to point to somebody else and go, he says he's going to outwork you. Or look at his numbers. He's only been here a year and a half, two years. I knew what I was doing for the company. And then I knew what the company would do for me. Stand out. You can control your hard work. I didn't say I'm the smartest one always. I think a lot of times I was smarter than most of the people in the room. I'm just being honest with you. I didn't think every time I was the smartest. But I didn't say that because I was like, that's hard to articulate. And that may not even matter, by the way, for them. But I'll work everybody. I'm going to focus and get my job done. I won't be distracted by anybody. You have to figure out, and in today's world, where I don't buy into all, oh my God, the world's falling apart. Look how bad people are. And they're so, I don't believe all that. But I do believe that in today's world, you can stand out even more if you're willing to do that. Because somehow there's all this assimilation, right? Like, well, why does it matter? Because winning matters and losing sucks. And I hate losing more than I like winning, which sounds crazy, but it is kind of deep. Hate it. But, You have to decide. Yes, I wanted my kids to be in a place where I wasn't calling somebody trying to get money to give them whatever they needed. Shoes, uniforms, travel, joining a team that costs money. Whatever it was, I did not want them to miss out based on money. 
And yes, I knew some of the kids in the town would need, I wanted to help if I could. I, that was important to me. Not to go, look what I did. For me to go, you know what? I'm going to put my head down on my pillow tonight. I feel pretty good, man. I was able to help them out. That's kind of cool. I know they're in a tough spot. That makes me feel real good. And, and I just genuinely like that. that. That's good. Think about how you can stand out multiple ways. When you show up, I was always the first one there too. Always. How you dress. If people say business casual, I put on a suit. I go one up all the time. Always have. It's casual. Okay, I'll go business casual. I wanted to stand out. I connected with people there. I thanked them for their time, always. I waited. I didn't wait and go, hi, I want to tell you about my life story. I was like, hey, thanks a lot. That was unbelievable. Here's the two biggest takeaways I had. Thank you. Great to meet you. Boom. Sometimes I ask, can I, can I get your number? Like, can I get your number? Is that okay? I've asked, I ask people all the time. Like people work with me like, and, and dude, they'll say no. I mean, we, you know, we're bringing some pretty unbelievably famous people to do stuff with us. I ask, hey, man, it was great. Thanks for having me. I'm like, well, we paid you, you know, quite a bit of money, but okay, cool. And it was good. And I'll talk to him and blah, blah. And I'll go, hey, man, you mind if I get yourself? Sometimes I'm like, wow, I can't believe he said yes. Then sometimes I'm like, can't believe he said no. Like, who the hell's asking him for his cell phone number? You know, but I do that with the small group people I got, not because I'm going to give it to them. They can't hear me anyway, but they know that what's the harm in asking somebody for something? And what if they say yes? Some of the people I've asked who I would have never connected with either way, then I've continued to do things with them, which has been unbelievable. But I would have never had that connection with them. Never had we had we not met, obviously, but had I not said, hey, man, that was great. I was wondering if you could, uh, you know, if I grab your number. And it also gave me an idea of where I was at. Like, you know, I wasn't calling, I mean, you know, it wasn't LeBron James, dude. I mean, as far as being famous, whether you like him or not, I mean, he's uber, uber freaking famous. I, I would expect him to say no, and I don't have a plan to meet him. But if I did, I'd still probably ask because that'd be the ultimate, right? And I know he's going to say no, but who cares? Hey, man, that was great, dude. You're like crazy successful and got some pretty cool stuff going on. wonder if we could exchange cell phone numbers. I mean, like, of course he's going to say no. And I don't do it to be a prick. Like, I'm trying to be funny. But what if he said yes? And I was like, hey, man, after the meeting, you talked to people. They did this. They did that. I don't know. Maybe guys like that change their cell phone numbers every week, and it wouldn't even matter. I don't know. I just know that you have to find a way to set yourself apart. You have to. People need to remember their interactions with you. And if it's your employer, a business partner, Whatever it is, you want them to think of you first when they need that assistance. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also, there's a lot of value in being a good, call it what you want, wingman. I've worked with people directly that ran companies. I'm like, okay, they're not going to, like, I'm independent. So they're really not going to give me a promotion. But you know what? I'm going to have this guy's back. And I'm going to do so much for him and the company that I'm going to put myself in a better position moving forward. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's wrong not to do it. I'm just working hard for the company. I'm like, let me know what you need me to do to help this company grow. You know, I have people that they've done that with me and they're, and they've, they're going to move up either way. They're good. Men with me three months are like, Hey man, like I have a lot of people go, I'm your guy. What does that mean? That just means they want something from you. 
But I have people say, hey, listen, I don't know how much I can help or not help, but whatever you think I can do for the company, I'm in. And I'd love to help. So you give them a little something and see if they do it. And you're like, oh, shit, he actually did that. And he was actually pretty good at it. Okay, cool. Here's something else. Now the fourth or fifth thing they've done, I'm like, okay, how can I find a way to compensate them more because they bring more value, which I would not have known they brought more value had they not said, hey, man, I really do want to help. I'm working hard over here. I love it. I am challenged. But I think there's some things that we could do together. And there's some things I could do to help the company. I mean, let me know what you need from me. Then all of a sudden, before you know it, I'm giving them those things. And I'm like, okay, well, this much money's coming every month. I want to help people to help the company grow. Boom, let's help this guy or girl. Find a way to stand out. If you don't stand out, then you blend in. And one day you die as a good bill payer. And I'm not mad. I'm just being honest with you. This idea that you're kissing ass because you're working hard is bullshit. And people that win don't say shit like that. Was Kobe Bryant an ass kisser because he worked his ass off? And if you look at this, I mean, I've only read it. I never met him, but his work ethic was like, oh, my God, the amount of time he worked out, what time he got up, how many workouts he had a day. I mean, all the stuff he did. Did anybody go like, what's wrong with Kobe? No. They were like, damn, that's amazing. But I'll tell you what. Anybody can put the work in. Now, let's not try to be Kobe Bryant because he's one of the best athletes ever walked face the earth, right? But we can work as hard as he did. We can. We, we can. It might be crazy, but we could. I don't care how many sessions he put in, how little sleep he got. Any of us could do that part. Any of us could do that part. It's just a matter of other willing. And by the way, you can't go from working 20 hours a week to working 150. You know what I mean? Like, slow down. Let's like, let's pee. I'm doing 40. Let's do 10 more over here and hit 50. Find a way to stand out. You'll regret that you don't. I'm telling you, if you don't, you'll regret it. In a year, it becomes five. Five becomes 10. Before you know it, you're saying stuff like, I thought I'd be further ahead at this point in time in my life. If that's how you're feeling, change it now. Stand out. Find a way to ingratiate yourself to people that can help you. Help them and then help your family. So share, like, comment. Please subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate having you. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Always appreciate your time. Whether you love it or not, did the best I could. Comment. If you hated it, you still had your time. But I still, even if you do, I appreciate your time. So thanks, everybody.